calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Hi, I'm Alexis Ohanian. You may know me as one of the co-founders of Reddit, but more recently, a large part of my identity is being a father to my wonderful daughters. In my podcast, Business Dad, I hope to open the conversation about working parents a bit. You'll get to hear from a wide range of business dads, from Rain Wilson and Guy Raz to Todd Carmichael and Shane Battier, to find out how they balance being a dad with a successful career. Business Dad is available now, so be sure to listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. It's episode 57 of Please Advise. I'm Malls, and I'm just going to go and introduce our guest today. Jackie Johnson is back. Hi, Jackie. Hey, girl. Hey, everybody. You guys might remember Jackie from Elastic Heart and IBS, which was one of my favorite episodes of Please Advise to record and one of my favorite to listen to. That's right. I listen to my own podcast. Um, I think you should. It's good like to listen to yourself. and uh, It's how we learn. Exactly. Howard listens to all his tapes. Right. And I've heard Allison Rosen say she listens to her podcast, too, and I think that she's probably a good example. Her shiz. Yeah. Uh, I noticed when she was here that she was subtly hosting my own show for me because I that, kept yeah. dropping the ball. So like she kept picking it up. She's great. She's great. Jackie, how have you been, sweetheart? Um, I'm killing it right now. Yeah. I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. <laughs> I don't I don't do anything. I literally sit at home and play The Sims. Yeah. That's it. But uh, you did it as a really good psychic reading. I did have a really good psychic reading. Okay. And I so, feel like that's she didn't say anything about the Sims though. I uh, feel like her first thing was gonna be <laughs> stop playing the Sims so much. Get off your ass. Why do you love the Sims so much? Well, it started when I was in middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, I bought The Sims, the first one, and I played it on my computer. And it pretty much is the reason I didn't lose my virginity till college. <laughs> because I normal teenagers get felt up and like experiment sexually. And I was just The Sims every day or day on the computer. Mm-hmm. You know, there was one summer where my dad like was like, I'm worried about you. You go to the bathroom and you like shove food down your face and you play Sims. That's all you do. It was an addiction. And so I let it go at one point. And then I was really deep into Candy Crush. Like uh-huh. I had it real deep. And I yeah. knew mama needed her meds. Mama needed her fix. <laughs> and I erased it. And I was like, I need another game. Yeah. And then I saw The Sims on my phone. I was like, shit, I'm going down this road. And I had no idea it was going to be this bad. You posed to me a very interesting predicament that you're in, if you don't mind me saying that you recently came into some Sims fortune um, where someone hooked you up with a lot of cash. Oh, yeah. And then someone else came to you and said, 
Jackie, we can make it so that you never have to worry about Oof. money again. But yeah. you told me, you said, well, not only am I afraid that it's too good to be true because right. I could lose my whole game. Oh, yeah. But um, you said that that would take away a lot of the fun for you because well, part sure. of it is like earning. I have so far um, been playing very legitimately. I've spent in the hundreds of mon- of dollars, like real IRL money uh-huh. on The Sims because they really get you. They know their customer mm-hmm. because they're like, here, you can have all these shitty window treatments or for <laughs> real money, you can have the cool, big, giant, beautiful bay windows. Right. And I'm like, my Sim ain't no slouch. I want that beautiful, big window with lovely, <laughs> natural light. Right. <laughs> so you got to drop the money for that. And I'm on all these Sims message boards and like I'm in this one secret Facebook group that I don't know how I got invited into, but they let me in. And uh, the guy like messaged me and was like, hey, girl, you want to you want to join this underground like the Sims underground? And I was like, yeah, sure. This group is full of Sim hackers. Yeah. And they've hacked the game to where you have infinite points like their social points, life points and simoleons. Simoleons are the money. And he's like, I can hook you up, girl. I can hook you up. I don't. He doesn't talk like that. That's just how he talks in my That's in my head. Emotionally, how but you I go haven't with it. said yeah. yes to his offer to like. Basically, I would have to give him my game center password. Right. He would go into my game and like hack it and fill me up with all the points. Right. But I'm too. I don't know. It goes I, against that sounds, my moral code. That sounds like a perfect crime in the sense that like. But what if he's a con artist and he destroys my town? I've worked so hard on my town. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm Is married it- to Shia LaBeouf in my town. We got two kids. Wait, Shia LaBeouf exists in the yeah, Sims world? He's the only real person in my town, like other than me. You can have real. I didn't know you could have real people. Well, you can like build them and make yeah. attribute them. They're not like, it's oh, this Shia LaBeouf character that I she probably spent right. $150 on Kim Kardashian Hollywood. Oh my God. I played that for a, a hot minute and I, one more, <laughs> this is, this is really intimate. One morning I was having <laughs> sex with my boyfriend and I was like, oh, hurry up. I'm trying to get to this photo shoot. In my head. And I was like, okay, I need to erase this. It was an unhealthy level. Like, it was crossing into my real life to a too intimate of a degree. I was definitely, like, screaming about how yeah. I was late to fashion week. I like, was three oh, on the <laughs> A-list. Yeah. And I've lived in L.A. nine years. Right. And I'm like, in a week, I'm number three on the A-list. Can I get some hookups in real life here? It was embarrassing. I bought an Us Weekly subscription through the game to get 50 extra points. And I was like, at least I'll get the magazines and I'll get all these extra Kardashian points. Because the best outfits were the star points. But, you know, I really found that for Kim, it was just, or for my character, it was just best white t-shirt and jeans. That's how I kept her across the board. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. James Dean. She wore that model look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. T-Swift lyric, yeah. Yeah. I'm all about that. Exactly. I really wanted that Tom Ford jumpsuit and the gold heels. I saw, when I saw her in real life, that's what she had on. That's right. I've seen Kim Kardashian. I saw her from like two inches away. Yeah. Wait, so what's the most embarrassing audition you've ever had? Um, this one for Skinny Cow. Okay. Um, it was and I got a ticket on my car. Oh which no. is an extra fuck you. It's like the twist of the knife because you were humiliated as well as now you have to pay for that humiliation. Right. It's a total kick in the balls. It was for Skinny Cow and we were cheerleaders and we were like, Give me an A. You had to say the letter of your breast cup. Okay. So like, I'm a B. So I was like, give me a B. Uh-huh. And I think the whole commercial was about like, I don't even know why your, your tit size has to do with skinny cow. Right. But it was like, it was one of those auditions that was way late. They wouldn't let you out. That's why I got a ticket. 
I ended up not booking it. One of my friends booked one of the cheerleaders. I believe she booked the A cup cheerleader. And she said it was the most humiliating, terrible shoot. I guess the director was a total asshole woman, a female, and was like, you guys were so much better at the callback. Yeah. Like, you're not even doing what we want. And they're like, what do you want us to do? Like, it was just chaos. So what was... Why we had to, was like, it's... dance. Oh, I hate when they, like, tell you to, like, freestyle. Oh, yeah. It's so humiliating. It is really And I've had to do that. Like, there's, like, this V8 commercial with, like, a lady. You know those, like, modely ones where yeah. they're dancing? I've done so many of those. Oh, God. And I never get a call back. I'm very long. Yeah. When I dance, I look very weird. Yeah, okay. I'm like a one of those, you know, the blowy guys at the car dealership. It's like the so weird. Guys. Sunny just referenced that exact same thing. Really? Yes. Those hot. What are they called? They're called like hot. Socks I call them blowy guys. Yeah, blowy guys. Yeah, that's about right. That's funny that he referenced that. Yeah. When um, I see one of those, I'm like, that's what I look like. I, that's life. what Sunny says. I dance like he says. I dance like one of those things. You're it's long true. too. I am. I'm a very. It's weird. Malls is tall. A lot of people don't know that. Well, what a lot of people don't know is that I have a torso that is one foot long, and the rest of my entire body is legs and head. I think that's a really good look, girl. I'm. My body is one foot long. Those balloons are called air dancers. Oh, that's oh. really on the nose, don't you yeah, think? Yeah, a little on the that's nose. That's really on the nose. I like blowy guys. Let's all say that. Blowy now. guys. Uh, I agree. Blowy guys. Uh, blowy guys roll. So wait, have you ever been yelled at in an audition? Um, Probably, yeah. If they're like power tripping uh, session runners. Uh-huh. So like the people usually running your ca- your casting session are actors as well. And they work at the casting studio to kind of get an edge up, to learn. Right. And most of them audition for commercials as well. Sometimes they audition for that same commercial. Okay. So uh, if if you, like, are just really not getting it, they'll be like, no, 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 no. Listen, like this. They get right, really frustrated. Right. If it's the end of the day and they've seen, like, a thousand people, they hate it. And they're like, okay, listen, everyone's coming in here and doing this. Don't do that. Let's get out of here. You would think with all the actors there are in L.A. that they wouldn't even offer adjustments. Like, they wouldn't even offer notes like that. It's a lot more uh, coddling than you would imagine. Right. And that's most of the casting directors. For commercials especially. Yeah, that's what's wild about, like, like, when you're a director, most of your job is knowing how to talk to the talent. For sure. That's like your job. And, and I like, think I take direction really well. My psychic said I does. I do too. Christina and I had a really good psychic experience. Well, we had a no. astrology experience. Oh, I th- okay. I thought you were talking about the time that we got scammed. Oh, no. Everyone knows about that time. That was really embarrassing. It was really embarrassing. There's a lot. I mean, of I wasn't like- embarrassed about it. I, I knew what going into it was like. 80% bullshit. But like on the one whimsical chance, right. it was real. There's I think a she lot got of tears liars. out of me. Yeah, there's a lot of fakers that give them a bad rep. Yeah, absolutely. And it's so easy to lie. Yeah. Because like no one can prove I'm what you're sensing doing. sensing blue. Does blue mean anything to you? Right. It's like, yes. Uh, I Someone with a J name? Someone with a J name? My lady did that to me a couple times. I'll be honest. She did a couple of those. Yeah. And um, they always are like, you're definitely going to marry a guy whose name begins with Q. And I'm like, right. I don't know anyone. Maybe... Tomorrow you're gonna walk by and Quincy, a guy named Quincy's gonna be standing at the corner or texting or something. And he looks Quincy up at Jones you and, and he says, "Excuse me, do you have the time?" And then it all goes down, girl. I love this like old timey world that I'm living in, where someone's asking me for the time. Yeah, and he's holding his phone. I don't think anyone's so asked me what time it is in 25 years. Someone was <laughs> telling me that like young people can't look at a 
a clock face anymore. No, that doesn't. What time it I is. can't even look at a clock face. <laughs> no, it takes me like twenty five. Yeah, minutes I like have to five, ten, fifteen, twenty. Like I count. Yeah. I've never worn a watch my entire life. I think they're so dumb. Yeah. Just ask somebody what time it is. Or look at your phone now. I actually really enjoy watches, Jackie. Yeah, my boyfriend wears watches. It's cute. It's a good look. It's just I have really tiny wrists, and they get really tired when I have a watch on them. I can't lift, you know? I like big watches. So you're not getting, like, the Apple. Oh, hell no. I got a phone right here. That's good enough. Should for I me. get like a sundial at my house sometime? Like, if I get like a cool house, should I get like a sundial? Oh, yeah. You know what? You should get an abacus. Oh, yeah. That'd be Wouldn't cool. that be dope? Yeah. You could be like, oh, I'm doing my finances today. How much did I spend on my gel mani? Yeah. Move six beads over. I, I would love to move some beads over. Yeah. I would love that. Would I'd be just really be fly. like moving beads all the time. And I'm going to learn how to play the flute so I can write a song about Christina's boobs. You should take a class at LACC. That's where I took my drum lessons. Can you imagine me jamming so hard on the flute just to write a song about your boobs, Christina? I literally learn out of all the instruments, I decide that that one's the appropriate one. And that's. Can, <laughs> can I imagine it? Yes. Do I want to? No. I think Girl. that would be a really beautiful trip. What if I write like a symphony about Christina's boobs? Like, and I do like, I write like all 48 instruments. That would be really impressive. <laughs> yeah. I learned, I learned how to do that. Dolly Parton can play eight instruments she, or nine instruments. So she can like, definitely. She's so she impressive. Can, she can help. I out. saw her the other day. I have a picture okay. with her. Shut Wait a minute. Up. I love her. Why, why was she at UCB? I, this blew okay. my mind. So I was She's taking some improv. This was the rainy day a few months ago in LA. I was sitting at home with my dog playing the Sims, obviously. Always. And I get a text from my boyfriend that says, get to UCB, come see this, come see my show. Like, oh, brother is the name of the show, the sketch show. I was like, ugh, it's raining. You know, I've seen your sketch show like 8,000 times, but fine. He's telling me to come. He wouldn't tell me why. I get there and they go, Dolly Parton's coming. And I'm like, what? Okay, so David Phillips, who's on the team, he writes her Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Okay. He's born and raised Beverly Hills. His dad is a doctor. And he's one of Dolly's doctors. David used to write patter for her live show. Oh. Because David's parents love him and they're so And by the way, him. and she has great jokes. Yeah. And she, her whole show is like a vaudevillian kind yeah. of act. So... So she like calls him on his birthday and sings him happy birthday, all this stuff. So she was like, I want to come see David's show. Oh, I love so it. So I go sit in the audience. She comes comes in. The perfume wafts through the air from a mile what away. What does she smell like? Intoxic, like really expensive floral perfume. Okay. That like leaves a trail. I mean, after it, she left, it lingered for an hour. And you know she who had else a did that? In her Lindsay hair. Lindsay Lohan. That doesn't surprise me. I could me. smell her perfume for months. That's awesome. Yeah. I wonder what she used. It was bad. No, it was like this Tom Ford patchouli smelling thing. Oh, I'm into patchouli. I, I, I hate get it. down with that. I hate it's it. It's not for everyone. I think it's like white something. Tom Ford white lilies or something. It was white. It's so crazy that your palate recognized what perfume she was wearing. Really I know. Nice. She Molly's said actually it. really good at that. So, yeah. I know when a guy wears Aquadagio because that's what my first boyfriend wore. And oh, every yeah. time a guy walks past me, it like hits me and I'm like, go back in time. I hear Magic Stick by 50 Cent. <laughs> I'm like, this is taking me back to college. I can't smell Tommy Boy. That shit disgusts me. I don't even remember. I used Tommy Girl yeah. in middle school. That was like the jam. You were not cool if you didn't have Tommy Girl. Oh, really? You were like a peasant. I think that... Um, 
Sunflowers was like big yep. at my school. That Liz really Claiborne big. or something. Yep. And Clinique Happy was like oh, everything. Clinique Happy was like chic Salem V. Yeah. Like everyone was loving Clinique yeah, Happy. Yeah, you had to have that or you were a total lose. By the way, can, uh, Pretty Little Liars has been over for like two months when this call comes in. For about a month, it's been off the air. Yeah. But I still have to address this. So yeah, I hope girl. you don't mind indulging me later. Yeah, of course. Okay, cool. Um, Girl, do you want to please advise? Oh, wait. Did you bring three reasons why you're qualified yes. to give advice? Yes, okay. I did. Do you want, do you want to hear them? Or? Yeah. Okay, so my first reason is my psychic told me I'm a sacred listener. She said that, like, that's the reason I was put on this earth is to listen. And she told me that I was clergy in a past life. I, see that. I was, like, a dope-ass monk. And she said I was, like, helping sick people die. Like, I, like, hold their hand. And I'm like, hey, it's all good, girl. Go ahead and go to the light. That could be why you love animals so much. Yeah, she said it's why I love kids. And I was like, I don't, I mean, I sort of love kids. But I was, it was a very interesting fact about myself. I don't think I'm the best listener, but I'm a sacred listener. So right. bring on the questions. I will listen, you know. Number two, all my bills are on auto pay. Is that not the most impressive fact you've ever heard? All my bills, honey, are on auto pay. I don't even blink because I got the money in the account. And I got my shit, you know, locked down. So car insurance, T-Mobile, no, honey, it comes out. I don't even look at it. Okay. So, like, take advice from a person with their life together. You know what I mean? I like that. If you can't have all your bills on auto pay, get the fuck out of here. That's what I'm saying. You got to really reevaluate. Yeah, I'm big on the auto pay lifestyle. Me too, that auto pay life. Yeah, three. Um, we're blessed. Uh, three, I'm 30 years old. And so why that's important is I still remember what it's like to be young, but I have like mad wisdom and I feel I've really evolved as a woman in the past decade. Like I can give you some really good advice about your 20s. I can give you really good advice about your teenhood. And I could probably give you like sage advice going on forward in like your 40s and shit because I've lived a good life, you know? So I think my age is really key here. I agree. I think 30s, 30s when you start to figure shit out. Right. I feel like so, I mean, I'm not like my perfect self, but I'm a really like happy version of myself. Right. So. It is weird though. Like last night I saw your ex Kale, who I've known for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And I've known some of Kale's friends since I was like 21 years old. Yeah. And I was kind of like tripping out. I was like kind of having a moment because I was like, the more things change, the more things stay the same. Like, for sure. I legitimately will always feel comfortable and happy when I see those people. I've known them so long. Right. Like, that never changes. I'm always, like, secretly relieved and so happy when I see those people. Because it's – especially in L.A. Like, yeah. it's just rare, you know? And For sure. Once you're 30, I feel like you start to, like, really appreciate things like that. I don't know. Kale came to my 30th birthday party. And it was such a like full circle moment. Oh yeah. I was like, we're so, we've been through so much together. We were like white Ike and Tina. I know. I mean, we like fucking, we went off on each other. We were drunk all the time. It was terrible. But like, we've really matured. And now we're like, I look at him and I'm like, oh, Kale. Like, yeah, I feel yeah, like he's yeah. my little brother. Totally, like, totally. It's, it's changed into this love of like, I'm just fond of you and I'm free of all the other drama. Yeah, that's awesome. See, I'm really wise. You're super really wise evolved. too. I've actually reached out to 
my ex who I know through that friendship group and we're going to get day drunk together next week. Oh, that's awesome. That's how we met. For people that don't know, Molly and I, we we dated roommates. We dated roommates. And they were both rude to us. Yeah, they, they were would both go, I mean, like leave us on the porch. Probably so, hated both of our Well, I would say my boyfriend definitely hated my guys. I mean, my, I, we yeah, had Kale really loved you. Yeah, but we, you know, we but went through you, stages. But you guys would definitely white trash it up. For sure. So <laughs> they would we'd all be fucked up and like they would go inside and like hate us and you and I were just sitting on the porch and we were like, "Oh, hey, girl." Uh, I know. And I was like, I love that dress. And then everything was from there. Always. Um, okay, so here's three questions for you. Okay. Okay. Um, what are three things you love about Texas? I love how nice everybody is. H-E-B. I love H-E-B. Oh, my God. I miss H-E-B What's so that? much. H-E-B is like a big, huge a uh, grocery store. It's sort of chain, like a Walmart, but it's like better high quality. It's like a mix of Trader Joe's and a Walmart, but they like have the, the produce best. is so great. They have the best like face products. Uh, I keep every time a friend of mine goes to Austin, I'm like, you got to get me this like coffee berry extract mm, cream they have there. That sounds they really got good, good nail polishes. I actually used my fake ID there for the first time. I bought beer for all my friends and it was such a triumph. I'm like walking out with the beer and I'm like, oh my God, I'm getting away with this. Oh my God, I'm getting away with it. We get in the car and we're like, it worked. And like flipped out. I don't condone that by the way. No, I do not condone that. The first time you take your uh, fake ID out for a spin and it works is pretty sacred. It was, it was the best gift I've ever given. It was my sister's ID. She's two years older than me. So when I was 19, I turned 21 and it was a really big deal. (laughs) Oh my God, you kill me. But I wouldn't do that again. I don't condone under age third thing you love about texas um listen i left for a reason um i'm sorry it's really hard um i I would say the queso but i don't eat cheese anymore the Uh, tex-mex have you ever or would you ever be in a relationship with a woman if if my spirit like was awoken by a woman I would say maybe, but I love that dick. Like I'm straight. Like right, I'm no. so. Ha- I thought I was gay for most of my teenhood. Yeah, because I was such a late bloomer. I like wasn't getting the hormonal feelings for men. So you like, just all my were friends. like, I don't get it. Yeah. Well, like I'd look at like YM magazine, which was like my shit. My yeah, man, and I was like, I'd see the women, and I'd be like, she's really beautiful. I'm like, oh my god, I'm gay. I'm all gay. right, right. And so I started being like, it's all good, girl. You're gonna be gay. You can handle it. You know, like. And then eventually I hit puberty and it was on. Yeah. It was all about that dick. Getting that dick on the radio. So you've never like had an experimental moment or anything? No, I used to make out my friend to get attention, but it was never like because I wanted her or anything like that. Right, right, right. Yeah, I'm I'm all about the man. Yeah. Bring on the boys, honey. It's so it's so sad, but I am so boy crazy. I'm like, so I, boy I'm crazy. So, I love boys. I like love I them. I love them. I, I don't know it. why. I just love them. bring them on. That's bring on really those men. the most yeah. fun. lady noise, but yeah. Yeah. Number three. Uh what was your biggest fashion mistake? Oh God, there's probably been so many. Do you remember all those like belly prom dresses I used to wear? I've put them on my Instagram a few no. times. I wore <laughs> You wore a two-piece? A two-piece prom dress? In my eighth grade. Yeah, you did, girl. <laughs> I did to all my dances in high school. And I remember like not that many girls pulled that like they wouldn't do it. It was a custom made. It definitely oh, was. Girl. That was definitely like But I've seen two-piece wedding gowns right now. Oh, yeah. Gina from Vanderpump Rules fully wore a crop top wedding gown. Yeah. So maybe that's not the best one. Oh my God. Hold on. I have it. So when I was in seventh grade, I was painfully uncool 
it was the most awkward year of my life easily. Um, and my mom never took me shopping at like normal stores. We only went discounts. Like, I'm not kidding. I bought clothes from nine, like dollar general, like new outfits. We went out to this, like, I was like the Foley's outlet or the Dillard's outlet. It was like so far away. We drove like a mo- like an hour to get there. And I was like, oh my God, there's Skechers. Like, I want to be cool and wear Skechers like the cool kids. But they were like, they look like dad work shoes. They weren't like cool tennis shoes, Skechers. They were like bowling shoes almost. And then like this long, like stripy kind of Kurt Cobain wannabe long shirt. And, but I was like, I look fly AF. Yeah. So tomorrow I'm going to kill it. I'm going to walk into school and look fly AF. So my stepdad that night decided to smoke some beans overnight on the stove. He left them on too high. I woke up in the middle of the night. All the smoke alarms are going off in my house and my room is full of smoke. And I remember being like, oh my God, this is just like they teach you in school. So I was crawling. I put my hand on the, on the door to see if it was hot, all that. And then we realized that it's just the beans. It's fine. But the smoke permeated into everything. So the day I want to look fly in my new outfit, I stink like barbecue beans from a mile away. And I get on the bus and everybody's like, oh, what's that smell? It's like stanko beans. And it was like the most humiliating day. And then to top it all off, this guy tripped me in the hallway just because I was a nerd. And I like fell flat on my face in front of everyone. And I'm like, I smell like beans. I just got fucking, you know, joked on. It was terrible. The worst year of my life. Terrible. Easily the worst year of my life. I got my period that year. I don't think I had any real friends. Like I think my friends and I all hated each other or like my friends. I was Middle school is so terrible. It just was bad. It was bad. I don't trust people. Eighth grade was, I like imploded in eighth grade. (laughs) Like it was Horrible. I blossomed yeah. in eighth grade. Eighth grade, I killed. I, I came killed alive. Grade, no. But seventh was a real bitch. One, one of my best friends, or who I thought was one of my best friends, like spread a rumor about me. <gasps> Remember when uh, Jason told everyone that Elsie had beef curtains? I do. Yeah. Oh, no, it was her pussy stank. I thought. Can uh, you say that on here? Oh, I, yeah, yeah. Pussy you can stank? say pussy. Her pussy stank. Yeah. I you thought that's say. what the rumor was. Yeah, we can say Elsie's pussy stank. That's a really terrible um, rumor. I heard it was beef curtains. Listen, it's been a long time. Lauren, just Google Lauren Conrad beef curtains. Uh, Google it. You know what? I'm thinking of another incident in the OC. I mean, not the OC. What was oh, it? Oh, Laguna Beach. Laguna Beach. Anyway, listen. I don't know. Beef curtains. Beef curtains. It's really embarrassing. Can you please Google Lauren Conrad? Our beef vaginas curtains? are very intimate. You know. So I believe it was it was widely rumored that Lauren Conrad had beef curtains. And do you know what that is, right? Yes, Molly, I know what it is. (laughs) But I'm saying like I was watching a video this week. Well, here's the thing. I was looking at some porn and I was like, why does everyone have the tiniest vagina I've ever seen in my life? Like they all have little baby vaginas. Like I was like, okay, so I it really started with Jade Nicole. Speaking of the hills. So I was thinking about Brody Jenner. Then I started to Google Jade Nicole. Then I found out she had a pussy tattoo. Then I Googled (gasps) the pussy tattoo. Inside it? Uh, no, she has respect. She has respect um, on her pubic bone. Is that like to remind her, like before she, you know, gets down to like respect? It's said that she got it there because she wanted to be able to model um, bikinis, and Please. so and not have it show. But I mean, who gets respect tattooed on their pussy? Because that's the only place they yeah, can do it without. Just don't. Maybe, you know how many tattoos they cover up now? They don't give a shit. Every right. time I send a makeup chair, they go, where are your tattoos? It's like they don't even care. Yeah. Because so many people have them. Yeah. Oh, my God. Speaking of tattoos, Shia LaBeouf got the worst new tattoos. What is it? It almost makes me want to be out. 
Really? Yeah, they're well, bad. Wait, wait can I finish the tiny vagina Please. thing first? So wait, so then I go- started Googling, um, you know, then I just started Googling different porn images because I was like, this is like, are all vaginas this tiny and porn? And then um, for the most part, they were really tiny. So then I looked, I Googled, do they Photoshop vaginas of Playboy? And apparently I pulled up this Australian thing that said that they they heal it to a single crease. So if there's any visible inner labia, which is what that's what the beef curtains specifically are, they have to cut it out. So like they showed tons of clips of how they basically like if there's any differation uh, with like from deviation from the normal vagina that you see in a magazine, they have to fix it so that it's not excessive. I remember seeing a Playboy when I moved into my old apartment. There was like they, they, they kept coming in the mail, and I was like, "Score!" Right? She had her clit stuck out really far. <laughs> that is so but, vulgar. But inner labia wasn't there, so it was. And, that, and then I remember being like, "Is that normal? Is like, that like a tiny little penis?" It was like it looked like a little tongue sticking out. Yeah. And I was just like, wow, they really are all different, aren't they? I have to say that Jackie is making hand gestures as a point of reference well, for yeah. Molly and I mean, myself. You know what I mean? When I stand, my clit's in. You can't see it. But I I do have decent sized labia. I literally like they're not tiny. I have a very I have a I would say average. You have a healthy labia. I mean, you know, I'm five foot ten. I'm a tall woman. I probably you know I got a puss to go with it. Right, right, right. I mean, this guy I read, he said that if he um well wait no I actually are a tall woman I with love talking vaginas. about pussy I tall love women it are smaller vaginas there's that but also For someone who's not attracted to women you really do enjoy I this. love talking about my pussy we should drop the stigma you know what I mean we all have one like let's it's the power talk about the P-U-S-S-Y, girl that's what yes, I'm talking about honey, it's normal to discuss it I talk about my pussy with my friends yeah. all the time all about that punani life yes. see I can't because Molly gets gets so squeamish go about ahead it. talk about oh it oh my I don't god care. I'm sorry you get squeamish no you guys have your like pussy jam no that's fine I don't get squeamish I just get I get uncomfortable when I can tell my friends are speaking graphically about their something sexual that they I forget that some people are uncomfortable with it because it's hard of- for me too because like I was a sex educator so I was just saying pre-com and oh, semen in front of high school to talk to in front of high schoolers stuff. like all the time can you imagine Christina Lopez standing I love that of handing course. you a condom out of, of a big course. jar of course I could <laughs> I love get that eight. No, I never would get it. I love you I as wrote- a teenage girl handing out condoms in the streets of New York City. Like, that's insane. They yeah. would allow a child to do that. I was, yeah, no, it was. Uh, <laughs> it was I would go ahead experience. and say that that is not a job for a young woman. Um, I, w- I wouldn't be opposed to it if my daughter did it. I think it's it was more so just so, uh, so for teenagers. So Brooklyn had the highest rate of AIDS and HIV. And so, um, it was they a lot of it was you tr- other teenagers. It was teenagers teaching other teenagers about how to be healthy. I mean, I like sex. that because it's approachable. Like if and what, I got a paid, dusty it was a old paid grandpa job. was up there like handing out condoms, I'd be like, ew, perv. I made minimum wage and they paid for my trans like transportation and stuff like that. It was a great job. I had I made friends from it and I wrote uh, a pamphlet. Like I contributed to a sex education pamphlet that's still given out to this day. <laughs> so that's awesome. I'll tell you what, people that are single out there. You gotta put a fucking condom on. It's so bleak out there. STDs are rampant, and and that's the least of your concerns. You know what I mean? If I'm ever in the game again, I'm not playing around. I'm wearing a dental dam. I'm gonna wear a fucking latex suit. 
I'm Here's going. the thing. It oh, is yeah. so unapproachable to think about like HPV. Oh, here. Um, I want you to go down on me, but first I'm gonna insert this plastic sleeve in my vagina. Like I can't think of something less appealing than a dental dam. It doesn't go inside of you. Well, female condoms do. Yeah. Oh, I'm so curious. I don't know about any of that stuff. Well, female condoms, like, I don't know if I would necessarily you ever, recommend them. A female condom, do you remember in E.T. when um the, like, people came in from the government to get E.T. Mm-hmm. and there was all the tubes in the house? Yeah. The tubes that the men are running through, that's what a female condom <gasps> looks like. I kind of did a Basically. little research because I went off hormonal birth control oh, yeah. a year ago and I was trying to come up with a new alternative. Um, So I did a little research with, like, spermicides like it just was real it didn't seem good to me yeah no um yeah the pill's probably one of the best ways but you should talk to your gyno because there are tons of hormonal birth control i'm not in oh my god ricky lake has his documentary coming out about it and i was like because i was i have an iud i have a paragard yeah that's what i was gonna say iud and i was gonna get it taken out because it's been really really hard it's been really traumatizing and terrible and I was going to get taken out. And then I saw her docu- the documentary and I said, nope, I can't because I'm not going back on the pill. I'm not. I'm what, is, what does she say it'll do to you? So, you know, she did the business of being born. Yeah. This is her follow-up. And it's about the hormonal birth control and what they're not telling you and how they're kind of controlling women by telling them to get on it. But in turn, it's actually really detrimental to you and you don't need it. You can take it into, take your pussy for yourself. Right. Take it back. Yeah. And she's... I, it was just a trailer because I think they're it's like a Kickstarter. They're trying to raise money to finish it. Right. And I was like, yeah, girl. I really I I do believe that like the divorce rate and everything else. It's more all of oh, this stuff right. in Your our society is so much more linked to or the fact that half of our population has been changing their hormonal balance in order to avoid getting pregnant. Like that, of course, that has a massive effect on our world and However, relationships. And However, we don't want no babies, you know. That's what we true. Gonna do? That's what I'm saying. Like, what's the alternative? That's, it's just I like, mean, that's, well, you could keep wearing condoms, right. but that's not always. That's what I'm saying. It's just like, it's, listen, we just trying to fuck. Right. We just trying to fuck. Just, just, just trying to fuck. And this is the plight of at being a woman. It's unfortunately all on us. I mean, uh, the, I mean, the unfortunate thing about all this stuff is like, nothing is ever, like. Nothing is 100% effective except just, for abstinence. But That's humans what we right. are not 100% effective. Like you can be the safest person and have all of these things, but does everyone's, everyone has slipped up. Everyone yeah. has slipped up. Everyone's, sometimes people are too drunk to realize what's going on. People fucking lie. I remember this. I told you, I was like, oh, none of the guys I've ever slept with have had herpes. And you were like, how do you know they're not lying? blew my mind oh yeah it never occurred to me that herpes are would so lie. prevalent they're so prevalent i'm telling you it's bleak out there i Ladies. forget people lie oh and they don't know a lot of people don't know no, it's, people are disgusting. it's more a uh, more even even it's, it, the problem is that most people don't really get a regular std test and also the regular std test does not include herpes yeah. you have to ask specifically for it because it's a it's a blood test it's not so if you're thinking that you're getting all your info through your pap smear you're not right. and men can't get tested for hpe hpv so and they're now linking it to throat cancer I'm telling you, if you're if you're in the game, guys, and you're having casual sex, be safe AF because it's bleak. Nobody wants that. The pussy giveth and the pussy taketh away. You would be you would wear a dental dam then for that. Stuff? I get. I don't know, man. Let's just say like, so let's say Shia and you're I. You're drunk. 
coming home from a bar I just with a strange man and you're and saying you're unfurl the dental dam <laughs> over the you have to unfurl it correct that is exactly the let's word let's get real though am I gonna let a guy go down on me I just met that's real intimate I know that's kind of weird I'm just saying I, I, nothing is 100% I effective. wouldn't let Humans. I wouldn't let somebody eat me out unless I was like really with them well if you've ever having like a f buddy or whatever like I have a fuck to buddy. say it is really uncomfortable that's what I'm saying. It's very intimate. I, feel I like, actually don't think that that's ever how. I don't think I've ever like. I don't. Yeah. Taken someone home from the bar and been like done the downtown situation. Right. I <laughs> you know how crazy it is out there. I know someone who tells me about her Tinder hookups all the time. She licks asshole. Oh, shut up. On no. the first day. You lick someone's asshole from Tinder. Someone, someone does that. I'm Why are you looking you, at me for I haven't even done that ever. You've never in my whole asshole. life. Yeah, yeah. I'm saving that for when I'm married and we're bored and right. we've been together for 20 he years. You know, it. you blow your load that early. Right. First five minutes of meeting them, you're yeah. licking asshole. I think anal is like a 20 year anniversary. That's gift. what I'm saying. It's it's <laughs> wedding night. It's that's like I'm giving 20 you 20 years this. is the anal anniversary. Yes. Like that's just it. I'm not. Yeah. This no. is how we. This is why it's so bad out there. Wrap it up, guys. I say Wrap you don't up. let anything go in your ass unless he's willing to have a finger or two shoved up there himself. He needs to at least feel that experience and that pain. So that's why I think that that guy you called saying what's his sexual dare with his girlfriend, I think that he needs to get pegged and find out what life is really all about. Maybe he won't want to fuck his girlfriend so much. They only want to do it because they're told not to. It's just like, why do men love our titties and our vaginas so much? Because they're covered in clothes all the time. Well, also, it's a real tight hole. There's that, too. It's a real, real tight hole. I have IBS. I don't think mine's that tight. Oh, okay. There's probably that. See, that's another thing. I have such a, like, sadness with my asshole because of all that we've been through. So, like, it doesn't turn me on at all (laughs) to, like, go there. It's a sad, dark place. Yeah, Yeah. it's been bad. We've had some bad shit go down. I completely get it. I completely, I completely And it's really unpredictable back there. Right. You know? So, I can just leave that out. Yeah, I mean, I just, all I think about is just, like, why would you want to introduce the possibility of shit into your sex life? Right. I don't like a possibility. I feel like you're already down there. There's smells and flavors and things that are just not familiar. And then you want to introduce a possible shitting yourself element. I feel like ass eating is having a sort of renaissance right now. All I I ever hear about is asses and licking. We've talked about it it so much on this podcast. Yeah, 2014 was the year of analingus. That's the year that everyone just started giving it up for how much they loved it. Well, Drake got his asshole eaten by a prostitute or something. Well, because asses are the new tits. Everybody wants asses now. I know. Well, here's the thing is that I think people have always wanted asses, but now they're just like, it's like, it it was like the tipping point. It was like some one person came out and said, I like to eat ass. And then everyone was like, me too. And then the whole world started screaming about it. I just, I'm, my asshole's sad. It's like adult coloring We don't have a good relationship and. I'm not about going there. Yeah, no, I don't. I, I, yeah, I, I, I relate to. I understand. Yeah. Should we take our calls? <laughs> <laughs> hey, malls. So, um, I really need some advice right now. I am drunk as fuck at my papal's like yearly get together, and I just want to snap my boyfriend a nude. And I totally snapped it to the wrong person. I snapped it to my ex-boyfriend. Oh, my God. I'm totally bugging right now. So, like, my boyfriend's name is John, but I sent it to Joseph, which is my ex-boyfriend. And it is an honest mistake. Like, seriously, I did not mean to. 
oh my god, I'm totally freaking out right now. Like, he just sat me back, and he was like, want to meet up. And I'm like, oh my god, no. Oh my god, I don't want to meet up with him. I'm totally bugging. Please advise. You know, you get shit-faced at your papa's house, go home and sex the wrong guy. Happens all the time, right? She's from Kentucky. Totally um, bugging, girl. She's totally bugging. Um, Jackie, I don't know. I would make light of this. What would you do? Yeah, for sure. It's like, it's not that serious. It's like, I mean, think, you know, he knows what you look like. Right. I, if any, I mean, I wouldn't tell your boyfriend. I don't no, think you need to. No, of course not. Um, I would be, I, if I were you, I would be not snapping myself nude i feel the exact same way that was what i was going to say because people can screenshot that why not just take a picture of yourself nude and text it directly to your boyfriend why go through a third party app i also don't agree with that i i don't agree with it either but like why why are people going through a third party app where any hacker or person who works at snapchat or anyone cannot just have access to it but then have ownership when you put like postings to facebook facebook owns that photo right do you why would you upload a a photo of your naked body for someone else to own i mean she sounds young so she probably doesn't think of those things i know i just the kids are snapping and i don't think it's right and that's why my advice like i said as an older more mature woman is to not send naked shit of yourself to anyone ever don't don't. like honestly don't even keep it on your phone no there's no one who's the right answer to say i have to say i have violated my own own promise to myself to never take a nude photo only to give it to someone that I thought that I was going to be with forever only to not be with that person That's forever and you never know look at Kim, you never look know at Paris look at all these people who filmed themselves fucking a guy and then ended up not being Prince Charming shocker and you know? I can politely ask until I'm blue in the face for everything to be deleted forever but and they you, ain't gonna delete it honey I I'll tell you that people are lying about herpes of course they got your nudes saved. Of course they have them saved. Yeah. Just don't do it. I understand the allure, but just don't. But I mean, she already did it, so right. Yeah. But no more, honey. I know, but and- I, I, that's a that's as a general. I mean, not just to her, but to everyone out there. I really don't think that you need to be taking nude photos. I don't get it. See I mean, each other if you in look person. really good and you want to celebrate it, like I get that. But just know that if there's a copy of it, it might get seen. Yeah, that's all. That's if you're fine with people looking at your twat. Send it out. The best way to not have people see your nude photos is to not. Right. I'm all about it if you look hot. You yeah. Know, like, you be doing Pilates. Oh, my God. I do this yoga on YouTube, and she's so badass. Yeah. And it's like, you know, my butt looking good. I want to, like, kind of, you know, commemorate the moment. But if that goes into my cloud, guess who sees it? Every Mac store employee. Every that's time I take tr- my shit that's in. That's the truth. The guy at T-Mobile will see that shit. Yeah. So just know that if you take your shit, people are going to see it. NSA people who are watching our shit. If you wouldn't take right? that picture down to Walgreens and have it developed by a human being, then you probably shouldn't be taking it. Oh my God, malls. So one time I submitted myself to go to the Playboy Mansion and to do that, you have to take like sexy photos of yourself in swimsuits. And I had to go to Walgreens and get them like developed. And when I was there, he was like waiting for me. And the guy's like, hey, you look good. I saw your pics. You look good. It was like the most humiliating moment <laughs> of my life because I was like trying to be sexy. Like I was standing in a hot tub, like pushing my boobs together. It was really embarrassing. Oh, man. Yeah. But I got in. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah. I've sat in the grotto, bitches. Me too. It's oh, yeah, That right. water feels really, really filthy. Yeah. it's It smells like bleach. It does. It smells they like bleach. They really chlorinate. And it's also smoother than average water, yes. which is weird. When you're like, this is extra silky water. 
Like why? Because it's chemicals. They put so they have to kill all that semen. So and like, really, it's like like just years of like sunscreen and sh- and people and covered in oil and, going in that pool. Lube and, and lewds. Yeah, both. Mm-hmm. Imagine all the lewds that were dropped in that grotto. I mean, the fact that Hef gave like I think offered one to Holly when she moved yeah. in to have a quaalude kicking around that's thirty plus years old is pretty wild. Oh yeah. I mean, they don't make those anymore. They, they have to somewhere, right? I, no, I mean, they don't make in TJ, anymore. they don't. I here's the thing: is that there's probably a version of something very much that feels very much the same that's out there that's being that's my parents. It's not legal. My Jackie, parents. I think met. we got to take a road trip to TJ together. I've been. I would love. I went to. a few months ago. I got an Airbnb. I'm gonna like Jennifer Elias. Yeah, I'm gonna Jennifer Aniston and cake that shit, and I'm gonna bring a little uh, statue and fill it I up with my bike dog and, and drive it back. Chooch went over the border. I had paperwork for her. My parents met at a party uh, passing quaaludes to each other. Really? Yep. Oh, that's cute. My dad was and like, oh my God, you've got, the, you've got the whatever ones. And my mom's like, oh yeah, I do. And they like Black bonded beauties. over their drugs. I love that. Yeah. I'm so, I'm shocked that didn't work out in the long right. run. <laughs> no, but they do. They have the most beautiful daughters. Both animal lovers, yep. vegetarians and vegans, all yep. sorts of things. They um, are beside themselves about that, by the way. Your parents are? Yeah. Why? Because they love meat? Yeah. Which makes no sense because they both have like pets, but whatever. It's it's weird that duality of people who are such animal lovers, but like full blown. It meat. makes no sense to me. Right. Like, oh my God, my dog doesn't feel well. I have to get it to the vet. Chomp, 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 chomp on this dead little cow. Nom, nom, nom. I mean, it's like, what about that cow? He didn't even have a life. Right. And and look, here's the thing. I'm very well I'm very well aware of my hypocrisy. It makes I feel no like sense that's the thing me. that gives me the edge is that I'm at least aware of it. I don't think most people it's are aware. It's so weird to me. Yeah. No, it's true. Well, I think that people don't you said something very interesting that I actually was thinking about yesterday, which is you were showing me a picture of a cow and you were saying cows are like dogs. And cows I don't think dogs. most people think pigs like that. Pigs are dogs too. And pigs, pigs are very sophisticated and smart. And I actually remember we had pigs when I lived in Italy and I remember how sad they would get when we had to put one, like when we had to kill one for food and yeah. they would all get really sad. And um, they're smart. They're smart. So when you think about it like that, like, oh, like a cow is a dog. I think everyone would think, start thinking about it a lot differently. Yeah, they're dogs. People just assume that they're brainless. No, they're so sweet. Yeah. There's so many videos. Oh, I showed you that one. Yeah, yeah. cows have eyelashes too. Yeah. Um, next call. Hey, Miles. This is Emily calling from Atlanta, 29, female. Um, calling because I've been listening to your pod for a while and I love it. And it caused your advice caused me to make some really great changes to a couple of friendships, one in particular that I needed to drop altogether, and it was about 10 years coming. So um, since then, I have felt a huge weight off of my chest, and it's been great until last night when I had this crazy fucking dream. I, in this dream, in all of these anxiety-ridden, diverse circumstances, started dropping my pants and shitting on the floor. And while I'm doing it in the stream, I'm like, guys, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I am so embarrassed. And I was like trying to hide it, but it kept coming up over and over in the dream. And um, I thought of you because I thought that sounded like a dream you might like to decode. And since your advice was 
what um, spurred me toward this dropping this friendship, which was at the center point of the dream. I guess that's key information I forgot. Um, I thought I would call. So if you have uh, any thoughts on this dream and what it might mean, I would love to hear them. Uh, I actually thought about calling up Kelly Oxford to see if she would come on to do this call because I can't, I have to say, I'm not really that great at dream decoding when I, I mean, I think I am, but then it always turns out that I'm wrong. I would guess shitting means something about like a lack of control, like, like shedding something, shedding something or just I like, have a dream that I can't find a bathroom and I always have to like shit in a sink and that's then people like a walk real by. thing for you though. But that's an, I read it was a lack of privacy. You feel like you can't get privacy in your life. You're actually on the right trail because I looked this up. Um, Excellent. So, Basically, going in the bathroom, if you have dreams about going in the bathroom in front of people and a crowd of people are watching you, um, it signifies your frustrations about getting about getting enough privacy. Yeah, that's so what mine is. So you're always putting others ahead of your own needs. And as a result, you're lacking a sense of personal space. Alternatively, the dream indicates that you are having difficulties of letting go, letting go of old emotions. You're afraid that if you reveal these things, then others around you will judge you and criticize you. If you, are if you are dreaming that you're in a bathroom meant for the opposite sex, then it suggests that you're overstepping your boundaries and you have crossed the line in some situation. So. That's really, really interesting. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think that makes a lot of sense about the friendship situation that you were just describing, but I think that's also like a cross to bear that a lot of us have. I think that it's really interesting that it manifests that way in dreams. I once did mushrooms and thought I was peeing myself all night, but that's different. I have had to cut people out of my life, as you know. Um, I used to have a very um, insane friend, like a single white female kind of friend. And I still have anxiety dreams about her sometimes. Oh, yeah. They've no, gotten that's less frequent. But when you go through something like that, by the way, I have a situation with uh, a former workplace that I wake up still having like sweat, like night yeah. sweats, just like bad. Like I, I, it's that that's a trauma and yeah. like those human relationships i think what you went through that was definitely a trauma i mean oh, that girl yeah. was sociopathic like yes. some of the stuff that you had dealt with was crazy and like i think you were like gaslit for a while too like it felt like you were like oh yeah um, like uh like cutting herself with my grandma's wine glass that she smashed yeah that was fun crazy yeah yeah that's crazy. telling you girl it was bleak <laughs> and i still have anxiety dreams about her yeah and I have the dream where I can't find a bathroom all the time. Yeah. And I end up finally finding one and like 20 people are watching me. So interesting. Yeah, but it, I don't crave privacy, I don't think, which is weird. I, but I don't think my subconscious craves, uh, craves privacy in any way. Um, I'm the opposite of that. Oh, I'm sure. Do you shit yourself everywhere you go in dreams? <laughs> are you shitting yourself right now in your dreams? I never had a dream that I shit myself, though. I mean, it seems wild to me. I don't think I've ever had any sort of bodily function in but a dream. But I have a problem with, like, scatological anything. Like, I don't like scatological humor. I don't, yeah. yeah. Not Again, I'm really comfortable talking about all that because of my illness. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, let's take another call. Hey, Moz, this is Miranda. I live in Charleston. I was just calling to say I definitely thought you were tripping hard talking about the trans storyline on PLL. But you fucking nailed it, girl. So good for you. If you want to discuss anything Southern Charm related, like how I found Whitney's mom's house and creep past it sometimes, call me back. 
Hey, Malls. This is Madeline from Florida, and I don't have a question, or rather I don't need advice this week, but um, I need to get your thoughts on that effing train wreck that was the Pretty Little Liars finale. Um, I listened to your Pretty Little Mini-app the night before the finale came out, and so, yeah, I really hope on the next pod you take a good seven minutes out to talk about that. Uh, keep doing what you do. Bye. Okay, so as you guys know, I'm obsessed with Pretty Little Liars. If you heard the mini app, you know that the finale of 6A was coming up, and that was the big A reveal. That's where we were going to learn who A is, this person who's been torturing the girls. Oh, I know A. Spoiler know alert. And somebody, I, somebody complained that they are just wa- binge-watching, and they're like, how about a spoiler alert? And I'm like, it's been four years. Also, like, go fuck yourself. Like, I, I don't do that. Like, sorry, if you can't move about the earth without figuring shit out, you're never going li- to be able to live life. And if your so, life is ruined by a pretty little liar spoiler, you need to reevaluate your uh, your life. I mean, I, I here's the thing. I probably would be pretty pissed, but I also do. I, I have absolutely no right to to think that the universe will not tell me the end of a series. Yeah. If you are worried about spoilers, then you have to be on on point with the show like exactly. you have to keep up with one if you don't it's gonna happen it's just unfortunately that's part of our culture now i like ugh, i could go on and on and about people who like are spoiler babies ugh, spoilers like shut up <laughs> so loser. we're not allowed to talk like this group entire group of people is not allowed to talk about a television show because you haven't watched it like that's crazy it's insane i'm Stop really so- sensitive to spoiler culture i'm the, <laughs> I'm the opposite of both of you but anyway uh, just give a warning and they can listen and you know speed up a few minutes um, so anyway, spoiler alert, uh, the reveal of A was something that I had been theorizing on for a while. So Cece was assigned male at birth. She was born as Charles and then transitioned to Charlotte, um, when she turned 16. And then the grave in the backyard, I was right, was a metaphor for her male gender. I, for some reason, I did not put together though, that Cece was that, was the person that, um, had uh done the transformation that like for some, I don't know why it didn't occur. I mean, I think that what I said on the podcast is true, which is that I couldn't imagine that a showrunner going to a young female actress and saying you've actually had a penis this whole time. Um, I just I I was surprised that they would do that. I don't know. I don't believe she was cast with that role in mind, with that storyline in mind, though, which is another interesting kind of thing that, like, they, I heard that they were going with another person as A, and then Marlene came in and pitched this storyline. So here's here's my thought on it. There's no way that what was going to come out of that, of a finale of this size, was going to be satisfactory for everybody or anybody, to be honest. I knew I was going to be disappointed. There's just no way... That after six years, there's not going to be plot holes. There's not going to be um, some sort of disappointment or someone that you wish it could have been or, oh, that would have been better if they did this. Or, I mean, honestly, we don't know. There's another year and a half of this series. Where they're going next is more interesting to me than who is A-Ben this whole time. I am really excited about the time jump. I I'm a little bit concerned because I people are saying that it's like Pretty Little Liars meet Sex in the City. So I am a little bit worried about it tonally focusing more on the relationships because I always really like that they've just been strong girls that kind of like think of their boyfriends almost last. Um, they're more concerned with like friendship and family. Um, I, uh, I heard that a lot of trans women are very upset about this story because they feel that 
what Marlene says is that the the real villain of the sh- the story is not Cece or who was once Charles, but Ken De Laurentiis because he sent young Charles to Radley um, and institutionalized him because he showed signs of wanting to be a woman or wanting to be a girl. I, that's what they say. I just, I, I do think that it came off like a transgender person was very mentally ill like that because every at like, you know, basically her Cece's defense was like, but I didn't kill anyone or like, or I, you know, I only kind of hurt them or like, I felt like I had to do it or like, I just did it because I love you so much, Allie. Like, that to me did not explain away years and years of this person torturing these four girls. I also didn't really understand like Cece's whole reason for becoming a was apparently because she was so angry with the fact that the girls seemed relieved that Allison was gone. But I don't understand the years and years of torturing them over that. I don't. And why she continued the game. Because, I mean, she said she was, like, addicted to the game. But that, to me, sounds like makes it sound like she's crazy. So, to me, I don't know. I, I just think that that's the part that's really difficult to balance is that they took something that, when they pitched it, they could not have known that this issue was going to come to a head the way that it has. This storyline has been in the works for three years. We didn't even know Caitlyn Jenner was Caitlyn Jenner until six months ago. Um, so, while this has been a, a, a subject that our society has been like talking about out of the sides of their mouth for a really long time. It's only very recently that everyone is talking about the transgender issue. And the fact that this dropped in the middle of all of it was like, it's not helpful to, I think the cause and it's not helpful to people understanding. I mean, I think that people have a hard time shit talking and ending like this at the same time because people are afraid that they're going to sound like they're talking about trans people and not the fact that it was kind of a disappointing villain reveal and there was a lot of plot holes. Yeah. Um, but again, I don't know. I, I, I choose to just, I wish that the, the finale had been two hours. I wish that we had gotten the reveal in, um, the second to last episode and then the last episode would be all the exposition about what really happened. I felt like we really only spent like 30 minutes learning why this person has been torturing them for the last several years. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I mean, look, I am a pretty little liars ride or die. I fucking love the show. I still, I still love the show. I'm not gonna, you know, they haven't lost a viewer. Like, I don't have that attitude about it. I thought that the uh, Bros Watch PLL2 podcast did a roundtable with um, two of two people. I think Jacob Clifton and Heather Hogan are their names. Um, they are Pretty Little Liars recappers. And they talk a lot about, you know, how they feel about this show. And I think that the overwhelming takeaway for everyone is that um, – it's a scripted television series. Like you have to, you have, you have to have a resilient spirit with this sort of thing. Cause they're always going to disappoint you. The one thing that did bother me was that like, she was like, we came up with this villain at season three. And it was like, for something as big and an explorative as this, this should, this should have been planned since season one. It should have been planned since the, the pitch, the, the network pitch of well, the show. Well, here's the thing they didn't, I mean, they couldn't have possibly known 
they couldn't have possibly known that this show was going to be as successful as it was. That's true. But I mean, like, I feel like in the day of age, like serial television is huge. And, you know, Breaking Bad was able to plan out their five year plan. But here's the thing. Something like that has a five year plan and that is pitched to a T with an end goal in mind. Everyone knows that the last scene of that show was going to be Walter White dying. Everyone knew (laughs) because from the moment we met Walter White, his issue was that he was going to die. So that there was no other way that series was going to end. I think that with something like this, they have both the impossible task of stretching a mystery out for three years and trying to keep all of it together at the same time. And that is a really difficult thing to balance, especially when you think about the fact that they really do need to stuff the episodes with red herrings. I mean, the fact that we've actually seen Cece as A in her black hoodie on screen before, before the finale, and that no one put that together, like it wasn't a more widely assumed thing really speaks to how well this show has done. Like, I mean, when there really was only two or three possible suspects at the end of this, the fact that it was so few people guessed that this could have been the way the story went really does. It's a testament to the writers, I think. Hey, babe, it's Jackson. I'm just calling because it's like four in the morning, but um, I just like want to leave a fun little message. So I have a little predicament. Um, Yes, it is a straight boy problem, but it's not what you think. So what it is, is, like, one of my friends is, uh, like, my group of friends thinks he's an alcoholic. I think he's an alcoholic. He's been hospitalized for being on, like, Xanax, which I didn't know that was a thing. But anyway, so this guy, he's, like, he's young. He's, like, 23. He's troubled. And uh, he, like, has a history of, like, drug abuse, alcohol abuse, whatever. And um, his dog just died, and it was really, really sad. And so he hit me up on uh, Facebook, and he was like, yo, man, I'm trying to, like, I'm trying to mourn my dog. I'm really, really sad. Is it, Do you have any alcohol I can have? And so, of course, I'm like, oh, like I, like, never don't have alcohol on me. So I'm like, okay, uh, yeah, I do, I do have some beer on me. So then... He drove over to my house, and then he, like, I, like, gave him a couple beers, and then he went home. And I felt really guilty because I was like, oh, am I an enabler? So do you think that that's how I should have handled the situation? Do you think I'm an enabler? Do you think, like, what, how would you have handled that situation? Also, FYI, this guy, I, I was, like, cruising this, like, website, and he, like, he's, like, emotionally unstable. He, like, gets naked for, like couple dollars and like and he like he, that's like his journey and I'm like concerned about him because he is my friend but also he's like he's like fun camboy and also he's like an alcoholic and he's just like a, a wreck all right girl um so sorry this is like such a sloppy situation but yeah I mean we all need to know right I mean I don't think I would have done anything differently in your situation I I personally think that if someone is in a self-destruct mode like that, you giving them or not giving them the beers is not going to make a difference. I think that um, it was probably, I mean, if this guy's, if this guy's already in a place in his life where he is selling videos or whatever of himself to make cash, you probably saved him from sucking a dick for beer money. So there's that. I, 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 I don't know. I don't I don't know how I feel about this. I don't I'm really 
torn about it. What do you think? I'm more sad about the dog. I am too. Did the I dog really went, die or was that just a lie to get more Well, beers? I just went to a place of like, well, like why if this guy can't even afford to buy himself a couple beers, how did he afford a dog? Can he buy himself beers and he was just trying to get some for free? Uh, it so- sounds like Jackson said he has done some like video, like online stuff to get money. So Oof. he's like, I think he's like 23. Oh, shit's bleak, in girl. A dr- you know, I mean, we knew, we've known guys like oh, this, yeah. like 23 years old, partied the fuck out, oh, like yeah. broke, 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 don't know how to pull themselves out of it. I mean, the substance abuse stuff definitely hurts. This is not a person that I would ever give money to, hun. Like, I don't think that you, I don't think you did anything wrong by giving him the beers. I really don't. I think that this person is someone that's going to drink whether you're giving him the beers or I not. Agree. But I would not give this person money ever. I wouldn't. I wouldn't ever count on this person. I think that what the place I would get to is not should I give this person alcohol? It's can I still can I be friends with this person and feel okay about myself for not helping them? And if you get to that point, then I would say, look, dude, I love you. I can't watch you hurt yourself anymore and I want to be here for you. But if this is the way that you're going to go about things, then, um, you know, I need to step back from you. I think that's fair. Yeah, for sure. It's hard to be friends with an addict. It really, well, because they, they never, they'll never prioritize you. Right. Their priority. They're very selfish. Is, right. And it's because they're, honestly, it's because they have a disease. It's like that, that they will, you know, beg, borrow, and steal to you know what keep you afloat. Have your friend, like, be like, hey, come over for Netflix and chill, and then put on Flight, that Denzel Washington movie. Mm-hmm. That shit fucked me up real bad. Or Cake starring Jennifer Aniston, a movie about how I'm going to get pills in Mexico. I need to watch that. <laughs> I, I That's on uh, HBO Go now, I think. And I saw the it other day. Is. I think it's on Netflix, too. On Netflix, then. That's what Cake is about, right? I don't now know. I've never pills seen in it. Mexico. Oh, okay. You've seen it? Yeah, I saw I mean, it on was, Do you recommend? It's about how she manages. She's like someone in pain, but she's also like... Does she show her tits in it? My itches so bad. I don't remember if she shows her she tits She has never not. shown her tits, and I find that really commendable. I, I'm never going to show mine. I think mine. Aniston's shown them titties. She's shown side boob and like that right. GQ cover where she looked mad hot. Like Her body is so good. There was a scene that leaked, like she's an outtake that leaked... Of her being naked in a movie with Vince Vaughn. Oh, that scene in the breakup where she walks out naked. Oh, uh, but that had to be body doubles. Everybody gets body doubles no, that doesn't want to show their like body. It was like leaked <gasps> of her. Yeah, you could see her boobs. I gotta find that. She's so her body is amazing. Like that girl has. She's a list. I mean, when you're a list, but I mean, you like she probably it. doesn't eat anything delicious. You know what I mean? She does. Her know, wedding looked so fun. She does uh, a lot of yoga. Like I read an article about how she like sobs in yoga sometimes because it like get, she breaks down so much in it. <gasps> that is not. Let me see that. She's on the beach. Let me the see that bar right with now. Tit out. That is not real. <laughs> Let me see that. That's just not Jennifer like, Aniston. It's like Christina Lopez. Yeah, that is her. If that's her, her breasts are gorgeous. Those are ideal breasts. I mean, there's no way that she has gross boobs. Like it's Jennifer. An- that's they definitely have, her. Right? She has. She doesn't have giant boobs, but she has boobs. You know, how, like most actresses are flat chested. She has like a little handful. Like a good handful. Yeah, she it's does. like a solid B. Yeah, that's what I am. All about that B cup, girl. There's lots of pictures of um her photoshopped, her head photoshopped. Of course, everybody wants Johnny. to see. Yeah, everyone's loving this. It's Jenny so Aniston interesting. It's such an moment. interesting move. Like when actresses decide to show their tits, 
Like Reese went her whole career and then just did it for that wild movie. I'm like, after three kids, you decide to show your tits. That scene, those scenes. And it was also pointless. You know, that movie didn't need to show her titties. What happened in the movie that she showed her titties? In Wild? Yeah. I don't, well, spoiler alert, uh, <laughs> Wild. She like hooks up with these dudes. She's or go- she's in the shower. Her mom dies. It happens several times. Yeah. Like, her mom dies and she just kind of goes off the rails and starts like fucking randos. Like she she fucks two. Is she's a waitress. You know she, she caught like, HPV because like yeah, I said, wrap she's it up. She's a waitress and she like fucks two dudes in an alley back to back. And then she's just like fucking a random dude. But then there's like a scene where she's like crying in the shower. Yeah. Again, all of it could have been done without the tits. But she showed them. They look great. They did. But why now? Why didn't she get topless and cruel intentions? You know what I mean? Like, why now? Why titty now? I don't know. But then, like, Anne Hathaway showed them really early. You know what it is? Sometimes, you know, you just get more comfortable with your body as you get older. That's true. Like, Sarah Silverman. She's getting naked in everything now. She is? She She got naked in Masters. She got naked in some movie. Who's she in the shower with? Some big actress as well. And they're in the shower. And they both have big old bushes. And they both look fantastic. Sarah Silverman is like aging backwards. She looks yeah, phenomenal. She looks great. And I'm like, you've never looked better, girl. What are you doing? Yeah. Whatever she's doing, come, I, girl, you're killing it. Proud of you, girl. Some people really flourish in their 40s. My mom said she looked her best in her 40s. And I'm hoping that happens to me. I think, I think it will. I want that to happen to me so Thank bad. Thank you, because I'm like really feeling the age. Like it stresses me out all the I time. I don't think anyone I know who thinks they've peaked has actually peaked. You know, I think I've peaked for sure. I know you think that, but I don't think you have yet. I don't. I was just so hot when I was like 23. Like (laughs) I was so my skin was so supple and clear and like my hair was thicker and like I was just perfect. (laughs) And all of that is going now. I don't think so. I think you look the best you've ever looked. I think you figured out your hair. I think I I feel better about who I am than I did then. I, I feel like I was a shittier person. But physically, I looked way better. I don't think you've, I don't think I've ever known you to be a shitty person. Well, yeah, but you know, when you're like 23 and insecure and like drinking a lot and just like, you know, not doing too hot. I mean, well, I mean, honestly, half the people who call here, I'm just like, oh, you don't even know how like not bad life is yet. You just think life is like, oh, for sure. Well, I mean, like, that's the whole thing about like, remember you being in high school and being so stressed out about like, I thought my life was over. I, I thought I was like, I cannot believe my six disc changer and my Sebring convertible is broken and my dad hasn't fixed it yet. <laughs> Meanwhile, 9-11 was happening. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. Right. I remember bitching to my dad about my CD player. And he goes, honey, you know, 9-11 happened yesterday, right? I'm like, I need my fucking Coldplay CD. Uh, you know, I like one of the biggest lessons I've learned in my late 20s is that I wasted so much time worrying about things that never happened. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, the worrying that I the amount of time and energy I have blown on unnecessary worry, like really horrifies and, me. And like shooting shade to people. I feel like you manifest that dirty energy into your own. You poison yourself totally. instead of just being like, you know what? God bless you. Do you, honey? I'll do me. If you just like dwell on someone else's, you know, the only times just... I've ever been vengeful, I've had damage on myself. Oh, yeah. You got to release it. And that's yeah. something that comes with age, like a fine Chianti. Yeah. You know, um, girl, can we play? Do you fear that? I would love to do that. OK, I added a brand new one. <gasps> I can't wait. One. I've heard so many people play this. Being naked in front of someone who's angry with you. I hate being naked in front of anyone. Deep space. Yes. Fire. Yes. Food in countries you've never been to. Yes. The dark. 
Yes. Unexpectedly seeing a naked adult. Nah. Clowns. Nah. Sleeping alone. Oh, no way. Get I it. love being by Sorry, myself. So you're, you don't want to you don't want to be naked in front of people, but you don't mind seeing naked people in front of you. Yeah, I guess. I, lights I on or lights off? Oh, both, honey. You got to switch it up. See, here's the thing. I do not understand how few people are afraid of seeing a random naked adult. I've seen so many random naked adults. Like, That's have you ever been at the gym too. and like the, the lady walks out and she's just it's like, it's always it up, her bush. every single I time. I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't, I'm not happy with it, but like, I'm like, I'm so, I commend people that are so comfortable with themselves because I'm so not comfortable with myself. Right. You know what I mean? Like I shower with clothes on. I've I, never I, seen I a bald anybody. badge at the gym. I haven't either. I think you just realized that all the bald, like bald badge chicks going at, other room i think baldness is coming out isn't it it's a kind of on the way out yeah we're going back into the bush kind of mm-hmm. era i think so the bush administration the bush administration <laughs> bush girl administration's coming back jeb bush hon i feel bad for girls that lasered off their shit because i'm like honey you're gonna look ridiculous well, and oh it grows back and also those girls were probably girls who hated body hair having that body hair yeah. anyway to be honest i would love i would love to be a seal i would love I to want have my zero pits hair. lasered to be honest i would love to be a seal Getting caught talking to yourself in the car. I, all the time. I don't care. Little person porn. I don't care. Germs. I don't care. Saying a new word out loud for the first time. Oh my God. I just did it the other day and embarrassed myself. It's, it's humiliating. Really, what was the word? Um, posthumous. Oh. But I said po- posthumous. I don't remember. Oh, posthumous. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. Um, uh, sing a word out loud for the new, uh, the idea that you might be the only person in your friend group who doesn't understand the movie you just saw. That happens to me constantly. I mean, it really happens to me. So no, I'm not Do scared of it. Do you feel like a bonehead when that happens? Yeah. But like, has anyone ever been mean to you about it? Oh yeah. Like who? I like mean, what, like what movie have you seen that you like didn't really get the takeaway? I saw Napoleon Dynamite in college. Yeah. All my friends were like talking it up like it was the second coming of Christ. And so I went and saw it and they were laughing as the lights went out. Like they were like, this is so good. I didn't laugh once. The whole movie. The tone of it just, I de- it didn't settle with me. And then they like looked at me like I was some kind of fucking asshole. Like I'm this unevolved comedian because right. I didn't fucking think it was hilarious. You know what I mean? And they were like, looking at me like, oh, do you not like have a good sense of humor? Like you don't understand. And I'm like, I thought it was dumb. Right. Napoleon Dynamite was the type of movie that I like pretended to think was hilarious. You see? <laughs> see what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Even though I was just like. Hashtag growing funny. up autistic. Well, I spent like two hours in the hashtag growing up autistic hashtag the other day. Mm-hmm. And one of the most, the one of the things that I found to be the biggest thing that shocked me was how many people said that they fake understanding movies and emotions wow i don't do that anymore i just privately talk to my boyfriend afterwards and he explains i feel like (laughs) if it wasn't for him i wouldn't understand anything oh i knew i understood it i just didn't think it was funny oh i didn't either yeah the tone is just but i pretended to think it was oh see i didn't i ain't i ain't no fake yeah i was like i get it we want to fit in yeah Yeah. first dates no finding it that you've been suffering from a severe mental illness your entire life i would it would blow my whole mind i'd love it it would be like ask alice yeah yeah like (laughs) um watching mole grow on nature shows no i don't care about that what you'll see when you look in the mirror oh god i hate myself 
<laughs> do you ever just like, well, this is the best it's going to be. I looked at myself in the mirror last <laughs> night and I almost cried. I was like, I look like a mom, a tired mom. And I don't have any kids. You're adorable. I literally don't know what you're I'm talking about. I'm telling you, about. I'm having a major hard time with age. It's really hard. It's going to be my demise. Here's the thing. I'm going to be I the cat lady. Want, I'm going to get so much filler that I look insane. You look, look great, Jackie. Jackie. I'm sitting on my hands. I'm not getting any filler. I'm not. I said this I'm last time start. you were here. Do not become one of those weird actresses. I'm telling cares. you. I'm, I'm, I know. I know that I'm like Allison Janney. Like when I turn 40, shit's going to yeah. skyrocket for me. I know it. I just have to be poor for 10 more years. And that's a long time to be poor. I well, really yeah. want to have a baby. Like, I, But I, I'm just got to sit. I got to wait until I mature into my voice. Right. Because once I look 40, I'm going to fucking kill it. I honey. would love I would love for you to have an Alice and Jenny moment. No, I mean that's what's going to happen. I'm going to when I turn 40, I'm going to book the biggest fucking show that's ever happened and I'm going to be the biggest richest star, but I just have to wait for 10 years and have like one-line parts on Comedy Central shows for the rest or of my like, life. Or like towards the end of that, you'll have a memorable cameo and right. that will launch your career. Yes, but I'm just tired of waiting, that's all. Lena Dunham's success. I'm fine with it. There's room for all of us. Dancing in public. Love it. Singing in public. Love it. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Jackie, you're in a band. Yeah, I am. Um, how's it going? It's going pretty well. We just finalized our set list. What's you guys' name again? Punk Rock Barbie. Okay, and you are? We're a pop punk cover band. And you're the lead singer? I'm the lead singer, yeah. And it's a bunch of, like, middle-aged guys. Yeah. I love that. Everyone's like 45 plus. That's amazing. And that, then I'm my age. That's amazing. 24. That, I can't wait to come <laughs> see your first gig. Um, missing out on event slash parties. I'm over that. Having to go to event slash parties. I get anxiety about it. Yeah, sometimes. That you're a fraud. All the time. That no one would ever romantically love you if your face got burned off with acid. Oh, yeah. Mispronouncing someone's name every time you see them and never oh, yeah. being corrected. Oh, Spending yeah. a week in Times Square. I feel like I could handle that. Contracting an STD. Oh, yeah. Yeah, terrified. Terrified. Blindly reaching into a bag of jelly beans and putting one in your mouth without looking at it. Meh. Going through TSA. Meh, don't care. Needles. Don't care. What's in tap water? Mm, I've read a lot of fucked up articles, but whatever. Yeah. I'm not scared. Uh, spending a month or more with your family and only your family. Yeah, the worst. Sunday nights. No, I like them. Good they, TV. That you have bad body odor or breath and no one knows how to tell you. Oh, God, constantly. Constantly. You're very cleanly. No, I'm not. I, You know, I always find that it's people who don't need to worry about that who say that they fear that question. I I, I talk all the time and I'm like, what if my breath smells? But I just feel like somebody would tell me by now. You know what I mean? I so, just feel like I speak to very few people with really bad breath. So I just... It's always like old men. Old men are just like a really unhygienic weirdo. Really. I know people with bad breath though. Like I've known them for years and they have it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I breathe really close to people when we do lashes. Mm -hmm. I do auditions where you like have to t get really close to people's mm -hmm. faces. And I'm always like, oh, well, I can't That's be scared. A, I mean, you know, a lot of actresses are like eating egg salad in their car and like having right. to change their shirt. Like, I usually and... gum up before mm -hmm. just to be extra safe. But like ever since I went to natural deodorant, I just feel like I fucking reek all the time. I never noticed. But I, I smell right now because I just got a spray tan and I'm like afraid to shower. I kind of like spray tan smell. I do too, yeah. but they, but it's like comforting like, to me. But the way that you sweat with a sweat spray tan is so distinctive. It, it smells like, like a French fry fryer, like the McDonald's fryer. Within 24 hours of ever getting a spray tan, you just smell like shit. Like yeah. you just smell so gross. Yeah. 
But I've been I haven't showered yet because I really want this to stay. It looks really good. Thanks, girl. I you were the one who inspired me. Your Fourth of July tan was so great. It just makes you feel better. It does. Commitment. Nope. Becoming homeless. No, nope. I feel like my dad would never let that happen. Change. Nope. Accidentally falling in love with a stripper or sex worker. That'd be cool. Vomiting. Nah. Bugs. Oh, I hate bugs. Being fisted. I mean, I'd be down to try it, I guess. <sighs> Not really scared of it. Whatever. Really? Despite your, like, apprehension towards I just butt feel stuff? like, I mean, if we did it right, slow, grease up, I'd be down to just have that life experience. I'm not scared of that happening to me. <laughs> right, yeah. right. I respect that. Yeah. Unusually good-looking people. <laughs> um, I mean, I would love to just stare at somebody really attractive. The dentist. Uh, no, I have no problems with it. Death. Yes, terrified. Absolutely fucking terrified. I think it happened when I saw the Six Feet Under finale. That really sealed it for me. I haven't seen it. I never it. really Spoiler. feared death. No, I'm not. <laughs> I never feared death until I watched that show. Yeah. Which I heard it was really. One of the best shows that's ever been done. Yeah. If I... anyone out there is like bored AF and they're like, I'm looking for a new show to binge, highly recommend it. It's a big that's co- a good time rap. commitment. But it's such a, it, it's almost unfair to other shows because it's so well done. Yeah. Acting is superb. Direction is superb. It's a beautiful show morality and death and life and fucking it really fucks you up i love that um knowing what your hot dog is made of a non-applicable crying in public Hashtag go veg <laughs> uh, i do that all the time being with a man who's crying in public oh that'd be so weird but now nah, i can handle it being arrested for a murder you didn't commit oh that would be so terrible i know heights nope the idea that your worst enemy might be correct and you are terrible yeah Birds. My number one biggest fear. Really? Yeah. The people who fear birds really fucking fear birds. Why are they? Is it the flapping? I think they're going to peck, peck my eyes out. I think if they all decide as a bird society to like turn on us, they could completely destroy civilization. And you know when they have like huge groups of them? Yeah. Like a murder of crows? Yeah. Like in the Gelson's parking lot? I'm like, th- right now is the time. Because like, they've got that now, herd mentality. Any I mean, second that's now they're going life. to come over. And slowly peck each of us to death until we are gone. Have you ever seen that uh, the movie? Yeah, Birds? and I think that's what stemmed my fear because I watched it very young. Uh, my mom yeah. is a hippie that's parent. That's something that happened to me too. I was watching um, Stand Stand by Me, mm-hmm. and you know that I had that yeah. puking scene. Yeah, that's scarred me for life. And you hate puking. Mm-hmm. I'm really comfortable puking. I was in a sorority. I love it. <laughs> we used to like help each other puke. Really? Yeah, like if I'm sorry, I don't want to make her. But like casual bulimia, or like well, from drinking. From drinking, like oh, yeah. we girl rally, we got to get to this next party. I got to th- throw up. I'll Boone do it for rally you. was the best, dude. When you puke just like, rally. yeah, exactly. you just had a little bit too much fun, and you got to dial it back. So you just. Puke but they and also had to like drinking. change the plumbing of this one sorority house every year because of the vomit. Stop. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, I knew this one girl who would like do a bunch of coke and throw up in the shower, but like she she did it because she thought nobody could tell she was vomiting, but we, like we could all tell. Yeah, I think she's getting like an elementary school on, teacher now. Getting on the shower—that's <laughs> what we were talking about, literally. Like, at Sunny, his girlfriend's a special needs teacher, mm-hmm. and I partied so hard with her, and I was saying. It's just like giving me a whole new perspective on what my teachers must have been like oh, in their yeah. free time because all the teachers I know are party the animals. The wildest girls I've ever yeah. met are all elementary school teachers now. Yeah. It's, so sip on that. Sip on that. Sip on that, girl. Are we you didn't guys- even talk about Shia's tattoos. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, okay. So wait, yeah, we'll finish with Shia's tattoos. Um, a lot of shit has gone down with him right now and it's, I'm not off team Shia, but I'm just kind of, 
my pussy's drying up. Right. The pussy's drying up a little bit for him. Um, there was this crazy thing in Germany where he like got in a fight with his girlfriend and all these like German people filmed it and all this shit. While he was doing that, he was FaceTiming Megan Fox, like trying to FaceTime Megan Fox and they filmed him doing it. And for me, I was like, he's just showing off that he knows Megan Fox to these German guys. Right. But now there's like all this controversy that like she's getting a divorce because of Shia because they're like really in love with oh, each other. Oh, they're getting a divorce? Yeah, they're getting a divorce, which bums me out because they have two kids. You know, yeah. I hate that. They've been together for a long time. But there's all these rumors that like Shia and her are going to hook up. And I'm like, I can't compete I with Megan Fox. I have to tell you something. She's the hottest one in the world. I was uh, I was driving over here today thinking about how you told me about the Shia and his girlfriend fighting thing. Yeah. And I realized that I am so, like, I so only know this Shia saga through your POV that mm-hmm. I legitimately didn't, I saw him having a girlfriend as an obstacle and was like, oh, Jackie's further from dating him than I thought. Like, he has a girlfriend. Yeah. Like, I really, in my mind, like, we were like 30 minutes away from you leaving Adam to be with Shia LaBeouf. Well, I mean, if the opportunity presented itself, I feel like if you love them, let them go. I feel like Adam would be like, you need to explore You've this. You said this. You yeah. said, yeah. And I, I actually, Adam is a sweetheart and I think you're right. I think he'd recognize that you were, you were, uh, but I don't know now. You explore your passion. So the tattoo thing. So he was spotted the other day with this new girl. And part of me is like, I know that she's just like, he's doing this on purpose so that his girlfriend sees him and like gets mad. Um, this new girl and he's wearing these cutoff shorts and he got like strips of cartoons drawn on his knees and one of them is of Tupac and I'm like how can you fuck a guy with a Tupac cartoon on his knee you know what I mean like oh yeah I- I'm all about the tatted up look but like bit tattoos he thinks he's too that's what i'm saying he thinks he's more interesting than he is a little more it's a little too tedious for me that's what that is that's someone who thinks that they're really special because he uh, that's what the art thing is your whole life like he was caught fat jewing it up with his little plagiarism scandal i'm just part of me is like my friends have all been like jackie he's too tedious for you and i'm always like no 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 i can handle it i'm a real woman i think you'll step up for me yeah but now I'm thinking, I don't know if I can go down that road. Like, how am I going to be like, have you met my husband, Shia? He has cartoon t- Tupac on his knee. Yeah. I can't. I can't raise a family with someone with like a Tupac cartoon on them. I mean, it's, it's just, just not like what he I'm thinks about. That, like, it's that mentality of like kids that are getting tattoos of memes. That's just like. I just wish I could shake them because I have a tramp stamp and I got it in 2003. And I was like, I'm so cool right now. And my mom said, you're going to regret that when you're 30. And guess what? She was right. What is it of? A star. But it doesn't matter. It's like the placement of it. It was like, I thought I was cool. And it was cool at the time. But like these trendy tattoos are not cool 10 years later. And I'm telling you, every kid out there right now that's thinking about getting a tattoo, like really think about it. Like write it down, put it in a drawer. A year later, open the drawer and be like, do I still want this? You will not. I waited three years to get my dog. Yeah. And um, I grew up doing line drawings and loving Picasso. And so, I mean, it made sense to get this. But for me, you got it in such a classic place. Like, if it, it's more about the placement. Like, everyone got the right. tram stamp in 2003. Everyone got the tribal armband in the 90s. Yeah. So when you see somebody with that, you're like, oh, you're 45. Right. My tram stamp, they're like, oh, you're in your 30s. Right. Like, just don't get it in a trendy spot. Get a beautiful piece of art that every time you look at it makes you think of something beautiful. And don't get it somewhere trendy. Don't get fucking And by the tattoos. way, very few people have a relationship with the following. Butterflies. Stars, right. fairies, hearts. I bears. just picked mine off the wall. I yeah. just go that one. Yeah. I mean, 
but in the same time, don't get Tupac. Don't but get a cartoon Tupac. what does everyone Tupac? think their relationship with fairies is? Like, why right. are there so many girls running around with fairies tattooed on them? Do they, they don't like fairies. They don't live a fairy life. Yeah, I mean, fairies are cute, you know. I love fairies. I'm Tinkerbell, the jealous... I've always been the jealous fairy. Right. But I... But you ain't gonna get Tinkerbell drawn on your calf. Um, When I was 18 years old, I would have. Like, I actually thought about getting fairy a Tinkerbell. Fairy was on my list because... Yeah. That's where Britney Spears' tramp stamp is a fairy. Yep, her tramp stamp is a fairy. I swear to God, I was like, if Britney got one, I'll get one. She that was literally what line. I said to myself. Um, uh, what I was going to say, oh, um, she and Kevin Federline got matching dices, dice, die Just on their wrists. Don't get tattoos. That's my... Like what? What does dice mean to you? Like what? Like It makes me think of gambling, fuck? like a casino. Right, it makes me think of like, you know, oh, is this like a statement about fate or like what? Like what? I, I, I just, like roll the dice. I don't, I could never. See where life takes you, girl. Yes. It's that whole also that like Sailor Jerry world. I don't ever want to see the same. The, everyone the wears. pin up. Yeah, yeah. Just spare me. All right. You guys, that was episode 57. Please advise Christina Lopez. Thank you so much for holding it down as always. <laughs> Let's talk about dental dams after this. Okay. Yeah, dental, damn it up. You guys, 323-450-7408. Email us, askpeaceadvice at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We have all those groups and stuff there. We're at soundcloud.com slash please advise. We are also on iTunes. Guys, please subscribe to us on iTunes, even if you don't listen to us on there um, or your favorite podcatcher, whatever that may be. Are we on like Stitcher and shit? I wonder, what was that pod app you looked up this week and we were on the oh, front page? No, it was a Pocket Cast. And I, the only reason why I knew it was because my brother was like, hey, you're featured on here because he started using it. And he was like, it was so cool. I didn't even have to look you up. What up, Pocket Cast? <laughs> uh, and what up to my goddaughter? Love you, girl. Oh, yeah, I found out that my brother forwarded the episode to his wife and she shared it with all her cousins and everyone loved it. Oh, they did? Yeah, the glow warm episode. Because I'm going to be the godmother? Yeah. Yeah. They, so that's pretty cool. That's so cool. I, they're giving me Christina's niece. My godmother means so much to me. In the it's event of a, a tragedy, role. I'm going to raise Christina's niece. It's such a big role in the Italian slash Catholic community. Yeah. My godmother's my aunt Michelle, and she's who I'm named after my middle name. She's like the dopest person. Shout out to my auntie Sarah. Sarah. And my uncle Paul's my godfather. And I love my godparents. I couldn't have picked better ones. They're my fave. Will you be the godmother to me and Shia's baby? Of you course, your godparents. No, I'm saying I couldn't have picked better ones. Like that would be so cool if your mom like let you pick them once you like became cognitive enough I, to know that. I kind of wish I my know, parents right? let me pick mine. Why do you hate your godmother? Well, no, my godmother's dead and she was awesome, but uh, my godfather's not. Listen, Wouldn't you guys like we hook up and he didn't call you. The cards were dealt. Sometimes we just have to roll with it. I know you can't help who your uh, parents' siblings are. It's true. That's real as hell. You guys, thank you so much for listening. Jackie, where can we find you on Soch? At Jackie underscore Michelle with one L. Jackie's face dot Tumblr. I've been tumbling again. I'm really proud of it. Jackie Michelle Johnson on the gram. I'm not on Snapchat, but any minute now I probably will. You guys are on Game Center. You want to friend me on The Sims? Jackie Michelle. I believe the I is uh, number one. And also, you're on Snappy too, right? Snapchat? I'm not. I need oh, to. Oh, I thought you just joined. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I'm in I need out. to, though, because you're really big into it now, and Catherine, my best friend, Mall's really official. Into it. Follow me. I ask strangers if I should buy a gun. <laughs> should I use Snapchat for? Um, <laughs> you guys are so fun. Love y'all. Bye. Bye.